Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kushbu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with so much excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. Grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back. It's another episode of the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. My name is Kishru, and I am your host. On this podcast, we chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development. And the whole crux of the show is for you to realize how freaking powerful you are when it comes to creating the outcomes you actually want to experience. We walk around with so much potential to change our lives and to actually start creating a life that sets our soul on fire. Yet, so many of us are ignoring that power, thinking that something outside of us can change our lives. Whereas in reality, the only person who can change your life is the person staring back at you in the mirror. And with this podcast, my intention is for you to realize how easy it can be to start intentionally manifesting. So no more hoping, wishing, aimlessly praying, but instead knowing what you want, and more importantly, knowing exactly how to bring that into your reality. And it's funny because today, earlier on Instagram, on my Insta story, I put up how that even though I don't personally know Alia Bhatt and Ranbir Kapoor personally, just seeing their photos of their recent wedding on Instagram makes my heart just so happy. There's something about love. I just love it, you know, and whether it's people in my personal life that I know or celebrities, it just makes me so happy to hear, especially when the love seems so pure. And what really um, I feel makes this whole, their whole relationship so special is Alia Bhatt. I don't know if she did it intentionally, but she actually manifests that whole relationship. I was watching this clip that even when she was a little girl, she had photos of Ranbir Kapoor up and she set the intention that I want to marry this guy. And then a few years later, well, many years later, she was in an episode of Coffee with Karan. And Karan Johar brought it up and asked her, do you still want to marry Ranbir Kapoor? And does his mom know about your great plans? She's like, yes, absolutely. And bear in mind that he was actually dating Katrina Kef at the time, but she was so persistent and knew that this is what I wanted. And this is the thing with manifesting is, A, once you decide this is what I want, you need to be persistent and you need to stay focused on what it is that you want. But so often we let our external circumstances sway us, deter us, settle, and that's why we don't actually get what we want. But we can start to ignore what is going on in front of us and instead say, this is what I want and I'm going to be unapologetic and shameless about it, even if it means going on national TV and announcing it to the world. So And so be it. I'm going to do it. And now look who's walking out with the prize, walking out with exactly what she wanted. And I couldn't be happier for her. And anyways, I wanted to share that because it's such a powerful reminder how much we can actually change our lives and actually speak our desires into existence. And for today's episode, I wanted to talk about what happens when we feel triggered by other people's success. So when we see other people getting what we want, we, especially people in our lives who we are close to, we experience somewhat of a bittersweet feeling. So on one hand, we're really happy for them, but on on the other hand, it kind of stings. It makes us feel inferior. We feel upset. We start to feel frustrated with our own circumstances. Maybe we feel ashamed that we're not there yet. And in that moment, we actually push away the very desire that we are after. 
And that is why it's so important to learn the art of emotional self-regulation. Because A, when you are in control of your emotions, you are in control of your energy. When you are in control of your energy, you are in control of the outcomes that manifest. That is number one. And secondly, it's really important to understand what and how the process of manifestation works. Because when you understand exactly what is going on and understand exactly how your reality is being created from a moment-to-moment basis, that level of self-awareness naturally increases. And you can really start to pinpoint and highlight where you are unknowingly blocking yourself and preventing your desire from unfolding. And when it comes to how our reality is created, there are so many different universal laws at play. Obviously, most people are aware of the law of attraction, which states that whatever energy you're putting out, you are going to receive more of the same. On this podcast, I've chatted about some of the other universal laws, like the law of vacuum, which I think I mentioned about in my last episode or the episode before that. And one that really plays into this particular topic, so what happens when you're feeling triggered by other people's success, is the law of divine oneness. And what the law of divine oneness says is that on some level, on a very subconscious level, we are all interconnected. And that is why whatever we are thinking, feeling, saying about other people, it has a boomerang effect back to us. And that's why the more we can send out love, joy, good vibes to other people, we're only going to receive more of that. But when we're holding on to any kind of negativity towards someone else, so whether it's anger, jealousy, envy, bitterness, resentment, it again, that's going to boomerang back at us. And that's why we need to start being really intentional and say, okay, is me by me holding on to anger, by me being triggered by someone else's success, by me being jealous to someone else, is it worth putting my own desires on the back burner? Because when, and I, when I say triggered by other people's success, let me give you a few examples and hopefully they can resonate is for example, let's say that you're trying to manifest growth in your career and then your friend just calls you and tells you she got a promotion. Again, on one hand, you're really happy for her, but then it kind of stinks. Or let's say that you're single and a friend of yours recently gets engaged or another friend gets pregnant and then suddenly you feel that you're so far behind. Or let's say that you are, you, you could, and then one that's really relevant to right now is maybe in the city you're currently living in, the country you're currently living in, the travel restrictions are such that it's kind of hard for you to travel. And then you hear that your friends around the world are going on holidays and making summer plans. And I say that one in particular, I remember last year when I was locked down in Bombay, it was really triggering because in the, the lockdown restrictions, in Bombay were really rigid. And I know in some countries you're allowed to get like step out for fresh air and go for a walk. I didn't leave my, I didn't leave my flat for six weeks. And I remember like I was chatting to my friends in London and they were telling me how they were going to Regent's Park for a walk or to Waitrose to pick up some groceries. And yeah, obviously I'm really happy for them. Nobody should have to be like rigidly locked down, but it was really triggering because it just made me more frustrated with my current circumstances. And I really had to go inwards and really ask myself, what is it within me that's being triggered because the thing is that if we cannot celebrate other people's joys and instead we get affected by it negatively because we are all interconnected energetically we are communicating to the universe that this makes me uncomfortable this creates discomfort within me this particular outcome and so because it's triggering me don't send it my way and on the flip side, when we can start to say, let's say, for example, that you are single and you want to manifest a relationship. And I say this with full vulnerability because that's where I'm at right now. And in the past, 
I would be happy for friends, but I would also sometimes feel a bit inadequate or triggered. And fortunately, I've done a lot of inner work, so that's no longer the case. And that's why I can openly share it. But when you can start to really celebrate, okay, you know what, I might be single, but I'm really freaking happy for my friend who just got engaged or who's having a baby because that's just reminding me what's possible for me is not only am I genuinely showering that person with my positive energy, but I'm showing the universe, you know what, that brings me pleasure. And the universe always wants to give us more of what we're focused on. So if that's giving me pleasure, so send some my way. And that's how things change so quickly. And here's the thing is that our triggers are our greatest gift. And they're really an opportunity for us to realize where we have unknowingly been holding us back. Because when you feel triggered, it is merely because someone has thrown salt on a wound, an internal wound. And these triggers are highlighting where you need to now focus your energy on and work on. Because when it comes to manifest, the part of you that you need to really focus on is your subconscious mind. This is the part of our mind that is attracting and drawing in outcomes based on whatever it, whatever it has been fed. And when you feel a certain way, when you get triggered, it is highlighting a subconscious belief that you need to work on. Because if that subconscious belief did not exist, there would not be a wound and there would not, not be a trigger. And so what I mean by that is if I'll use the, I'll use the career, op, career growth opportunity. Let's say that you are hoping to advance in your career. And then a friend calls you and says, hey, guess what? My boss just gave me a promotion. It came out of nowhere. I'm so happy. I'm going to be making X amount more. And you're like, oh, I'm really happy. Let's go celebrate. And then you go. But part of you just is like, this is so unfair. Life sucks. And here's the thing is that the way we feel, and the thoughts we think are nothing more than a physical manifestation of the beliefs that we hold. And so that negative thought that comes about or that negative feeling that comes about, it is a manifestation of maybe the subconscious belief of, I don't think this is possible for me, or life is unfair. I never get what I want. People have it better than me. And that Sub, these subconscious limiting beliefs are exactly why you are not drawing in your desire. And so you can either ignore these triggers, which is what most people do. And honestly, when you have to deal with your triggers, it requires a whole lot of courage, but I promise you it is the most liberating thing you can do for yourself. But when you can start to identify, okay, on a subconscious level, so consciously I might be telling myself that things always work out for me, but if you truly, truly, truly believe that, you wouldn't be triggered because you would be like, oh, okay, well, I can celebrate that joy because I know my time is coming is that that negative negativity wouldn't have come about. And that's where your job now as an intentional manifester is, is to identify, okay, what are the subconscious limiting beliefs that I have unknowingly been holding onto? And what is a new story I can tell myself? And the more we work on reprogramming our subconscious mind and actually aligning it with the outcomes and desires that we are after, the quicker we are going to be able to draw in your desire. Because here's the thing is that let's say that someone next to you takes a sip of water. You probably don't, you're probably oblivious to it. You don't even care. Like it's so irrelevant. It's so out of your awareness because here's the thing. You're not triggered by someone taking a sip of water because why your belief is I always have a thirsty. I can always drink water. There's so much water around me. I'm, there's an abundant supply of water that I can drink. But deep down, let's say that if you have the scarcity belief around water, like, okay, there's only a limited amount of water that we can drink. then if that person was drinking water, you would feel triggered because again, it would trigger a feeling within you that there's not enough for me to have. And here's the thing is that 
There's so many things that are happening on a day-to-day basis around us, but it doesn't even phase us. It doesn't even trigger us because of the belief we hold on our circumstances. And that's why when you now, when you can start to redefine your triggers, not only are you able to dive inwards and do the necessary work, but you're also assigning a new meaning and new value to it. And when you assign a new meaning to anything, whether it's a trigger or a circumstance, you change the effect it has on you. And as a result, you raise your point of attraction. And that's when you actually welcome in healing. You welcome in better emotions. And the reality is, is that nobody can make you feel a certain way. All people around you can do is bring about what already exists within you. And it's so easy to play the blame game or complain that, oh, this person makes me feel so angry or this person always hurts me. No, they don't. I'm sorry. They're act- I mean, they might be doing certain actions, but at the end of the day, the impact those actions or words that they speak have on you is just throwing salt on wounds that you need to address. You need to take responsibility for. And this is why I talked so much about the necessity of doing the deep internal work. Because if we do not do this kind of work on ourselves, if we do not remove these limitations, these subconscious beliefs that we're holding onto, and we actually allow these wounds to fester within us, all we are doing is creating resistance. And we're also giving people power to control the way we feel. But instead, when we can start to really clear up whatever negative emotional baggage that we're holding on to, when we can start to really redefine and choose new empowering beliefs for ourselves and hardwire them within us, people can be acting in whatever way, things can be happening around us, but we're not going to get triggered. We're not going to be affected because we know we are going to get what we want. And this, if you ask me, this is the greatest freedom a human being can give to themselves is when you are so in control of your energy and the way you feel and other people's actions are irrelevant to you. Because when you are so in control of your energy and the way you feel, as opposed to getting affected by what is happening around you, that is when you truly, truly take back your power to create the outcomes that you want. But otherwise, if we're just constantly doling out our energy so freely, because we're not actually taking the time out to work on whatever currently exists within us. And here's the thing is that if you are walking around with wounds, I have compassion for you. I have empathy for you. We all go through our shit, you know? We, people around us, when we're growing up, they tell us things which aren't necessarily true. We experience certain outcomes, whatever it is. But this is, again, this is our job as we get older to actually do the work to rid ourselves so that we can tap into new levels of joy, abundance, and fulfillment. And on the flip side, just take a step back and realize, okay, if this is how reality is working and this is what triggers mean, and this is why sometimes, even though we don't mean to be upset by someone else's successes, it just naturally happens. You can start to understand why there are people in your life, people who you think you're close to, or people who are meant to love you and be happy for you. You can understand why they make passive aggressive comments about your success. You can understand why they aren't necessarily happy for you. You can understand why people around you point faults in you and and try to bring you down because it's just a reflection of the triggered state that they're in. Because I tell you one thing, happy people love the way that that feels and they're not going to do anything to mess about that feeling of joy. They're not going to go and make someone else's lives miserable. And so next time someone makes a passive aggressive comment about your success, they're not happy for you. They point out your faults. Realize that all they are doing is trying to upgrade their ego by downgrading yours. And you can either get affected by it and you can internalize it and, pers- and take it personally, or you can take a step back and realize, hang on, 
these are just a manifestations of their own triggers and their own wounds. It has nothing to do about me. And it's, they're just projecting whatever they feel. It's, you can start to deflect it. And again, is that when you can deflect other people's negativity, you're staying in control of the way you feel. And as a result, you're staying in control of the outcomes that you manifest. Because here's the thing, as much as we trivialize manifestation, all it is is a reflection of the way we are showing up most of the time. So whatever our energy and vibration is 51% of the time. And the more in control we are of that vibration, of our vibration and the way we feel, that is how we can actually be so sure of what is coming. But otherwise, if we're allowing other people to leak our energy and we're not staying behind the driving wheel of our life, that is why we sometimes will get what we don't necessarily want. And it's only because we have forfeited our power over the way we feel. And as a result, the outcomes that we create for ourselves. And on that note, I do have a couple of coaching spots open for my one-on-one private coaching program, Up Level Your Life, which is an eight-week coaching program whereby we dive deep inwards and we address whatever limitations you're holding on to subconsciously, really making sure that we are rewiring your subconscious mind so that it is in alignment with the desired outcomes that you're trying to create. Because when you have a subconscious and misalignment with your conscious desires, the subconscious might always win. So really making sure that you are empowering yourselves with the beliefs that support the life you're trying to create yourself. We also work through whatever emotional baggage and wounds you currently are holding on to. And most importantly, we make sure that you are actually free of the resistance so that you can start receiving your desire whether your desire is something small, like a cup of coffee or bigger stuff like a relationship or a job or more money, improve well-being, whatever it is, really making sure that you are the best version of you who is able to create the best possible life for yourself. And so if this is something you feel you are ready for in your journey, you can head to the show notes. I am going to be leaving a link. And in the meanwhile, as always, I'm sending you so much love, good vibes, joy, and most importantly, the most abundant vibes. Have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week, but in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.